kind of cliche if i say something like it's been a long time i shouldn't have left you and we back 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 (laughs) Uh, welcome to the f5 podcast no you have to say your thing that you always say um welcome back ladies and gentlemen this is f5 podcast my name is shake and i'm lasagna and um yeah i feel like we left y'all in a bit of a sticky situation (laughs) we did we did that we didn't do that are we responsible for this I'm just saying, you know, we we disappeared off the map, and all of a sudden things de-escalate. Pure well, coincidence, I'm sure. Escalate or de-escalate? Imploded. Yeah. Snafu. Yeah. Think of two neutron stars um, crashing together and creating a white door. I've been watching a lot of Kirkstadt. Um, it's a great it's great educational programming. They talk is. about stars. Yeah. Um. All right. Whoa. Wow. So where do we even start? Because we left a long time ago yeah probably should listen to the last episode we did so no no that's what i want to do we should like do that thing that you do the first time you see a youtuber and you've never seen any of their videos before and you just get confused the fuck out of whatever they're talking about it's just like sorry guys haven't made a video in a while went to cairo with my grandma but don't worry that video's coming soon about how to french kiss with dignity Hey guys, no, I haven't posted the video in a while. Some crazy stuff has been happening. I got turned into a vampire. <laughs> I'm a cow. Can I go home? <laughs> oh man, don't forget to slam that like button. <laughs> all right, then let's just get into it. Uh, yeah. To get into what I don't know, because yeah. first of all, if this is perchance if you're not a bot and you're listening to this congratulations but first <laughs> things first um if, or this, if you're a bot that's recently gained sentience then congratulations ah uh, we have nothing but respect and admiration for our robot overlords it's, yes. it's crazy just how easy it is it's like the podcast is a friend that we 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 never really parted with you know because you just get back in that group but anyway or like this, boomerang children um last time i checked we left y'all probably a year ago uh just needed some time because Baby Boo Part 2, Electric Boogaloo, this time it's personal, uh, Die Harder, Live Forever, has been throwing me for a loop this entire 365 days that we've been away. So we took a break from the podcast, but now we're back. And now I don't know what this is. Is this FIF podcast? Is this something new we're doing? Uh, I, I don't know. This is like an opportunity to to completely reimagine ourselves unless you are a person who literally just start listening to us then it's like okay this is how y'all have always been yeah yeah so let's just get into it um i guess our big idea was hey let's oh okay let's catch everyone up first i'm sorry i keep going backwards um so murder hornets uh kobe died ruth bader ginsburg killed t'challa it was all a hot mess and now we are in october the last week of October 2020, uh, Wu Uh Yeah. What else do you do besides start sourdough and have a podcast if you are uh, lower to upper middle class? <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like a lot of people probably started podcasts during this time um, because you just lonely. You just wasn't what it's all. Sorry, that's so dark. 
It's kind of like ham radios back in the day. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Just reaching out to the ether, seeing what the yeah. strangers are and into. And if you're the particular type of sociopath that enjoys the sound of their own voice, then I mean, yeah. that's that's all you. <laughs> you're in the right place. Your own ASMR. <laughs> uh, so, Shake, how's 2020 been treating you so far? Dumpster um, fire or dumpster fire? I mean, God's only tried to kill me like a handful of times this year, which is below average. Um, never catch me. <laughs> uh but yeah it's been pretty bad it's been pretty bad just a lot of like a lot of property damage <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how else to put it but like i feel like it's like you know i got my trump bucks and then i was waiting for part two of my trump bucks so i can squirrel it away <laughs> while my savings account earning point zero 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 four point nine interest um but yeah, was saying. Oh yeah, doing great. Yeah, same, <laughs> same. Um, I will say, out of all of the segments I thought we might do on the show, I was thinking I could do a segment called like "Watch Me Whip," "Watch Me Date It," "Watch Me Whip Whip." <laughs> it's not. Uh, you're laughing already, and that's not even the joke. Um, yeah, waiting for the punchline. So, <laughs> it's like they can't see you whipping nor a date So my 2020 has been shitty. But the only thing that's really giving me solace is I'm really into yarn now, and I've taught myself to knit. And yeah, she's not playing. She's got a lot of balls of yarn. I'm like a kitty cat. But um, wow. Um, I yeah, I got really into yarn and knitting, and a whip is called. Why are you looking at me like that? It's WIP and it's called a work in progress. So oh. I'm learning all the lingo. And so this week. You got work in progress. Then you got finished goods. I'm sorry. No, they call it finished objects. FOs. Sorry. That's the, that's the knitting lingo. It's, Why would you have work in, like whip, which is like clearly like a. I'm sorry. Please continue. And You're so, whipping a nene. Yeah, I was whipping a nene. <clears throat> so if anyone wants to talk yarn, please hit us up in, in the inbox because. We could definitely turn this into a knitting podcast, and I could do ASMR clicky needles in the. In I don't. The, know, maybe the maybe the maybe the knitters out there <laughs> where my knitters. <laughs> maybe the knitters out there are more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, have higher engagement. Maybe, maybe I'll make this podcast about whoever, whatever it takes for us to get like a Patreon. SoundCloud have has like buying... a, like now the premium, like this ultra premium, has like a monetization monetization like. I don't know, thing that you can add, which yeah. is free. Makes it play more ads. And yeah, it makes, yeah, I'm assuming that yeah. it puts ads on there, but then it also, you know, you know, and it says we keep 80% of the revenue. I'm just like, what's 80% of two cents? I think you do know the answer to that. I do know the answer and, to it. But it's not, it's not an actual, <laughs> they can't not, cut you a check for that much. Yeah, th- because there's no change. No. Yeah. That's another <laughs> victim of 2020. Yeah. The- <laughs> it's like a rip, rip change, rip Wayfarer's bobble. Um, yeah, and then all and then the, Rip Rayfair because apparently the, they're trafficking children for a moment. Yeah, and then obviously all the people that actually yeah. are resting in peace. I did see power. the Wayfarers Bobble thing. Maybe this should be a Magic the Gathering podcast. I mean, Maybe. <laughs> I saw the video title, but I thought it was clickbait. So is the Wayfair is they are they like no? So is, is the it problem with Wayfarers Bobble is that when Mitch started, so shout out to um, Commander's Quarters is a YouTube channel that I thoroughly enjoy because they do like cheap commander decks which is the style of magic that i play 
Um, but the problem with Wayfarer's Bobble is, you know, Mitch's whole channel is about saving money and buying like budget decks. Mm-hmm. And Wayfarer's Bobble was like four dollars right now, which is three thousand times as much when he is when he like started the channel. Um, and so, he's, he- so he may. I mean, I there's a very strong possibility that you know, as an influencer, he contributed to the price increases. But also, um, Wizards of the Coast just haven't done a meaningful reprint of Wayfarer's Bobble. And so there's no, it's like, you know, it's supply and demand. So it's like, okay. people watch Commander's Quarters, like, I need a Wayfarer's Bobble. I need 10 of them because they're in every single deck. And then, you know, there's no new supply. So, you know, my little Wayfarer's Bobble that I, I think it just came in one of the things. It's like, you know, it's d- honestly doing better than my 401k. My fucking Wayfarer's Bobble. <laughs> But you can pay with like a copy of it, right? You don't have to buy the card. You know, but. I have played with, uh, they're called um, proxies. It's when you have fake cards. And, you know, we kind of like agreed in our friend group that proxies were fine because we're not really like, you know, it doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, like, I knew the cards were fake and it somehow made the experience less fun. I don't know. Is that yeah, is that no, weird? No, I, I could think of equivalencies and things. Because it doesn't feel like, you know, if like when you buy the cards and you know you like put energy into like creating something that works it's like it feels cheap to just like you know just like cut and paste whatever cards i want but yeah you know all right um i guess we figured we'd just retooled the show to like well even though we've talked about well this is this is an anomaly of an episode because we literally have not done the show an hour and a half but we we thought we would just keep it to like one topic and just talk ad nauseum about one thing so those are usually our better shows and I guess the thing we're going to talk about this week, the thing that's hot in the screens right now, first of all, next week is Halloween, holla. But uh, also we've been watching like the banner show of fall 2020, Lovecraft Country, now streaming on HBO. Uh, thoughts shake on uh, Lovecraft Country? We just had the, f- the finale this week. So spoiler alert, we're going to talk about the whole first season of, or whole limited series of lovecraft country so shout out to journey smollett jonathan majors michael k williams um when i'm gonna butcher this wound me mosaka that sounds about right um i'm gonna skip the white lady (laughs) (laughs) you're cool (laughs) she's all right uh and courtney b vance and angenue angenue that is not something that i should be trying to attempt and uh i'm I'm surprised you even bothered so well i was looking for a list of episodes but then i saw the cast and i was just like no i need i need to speak these speak speak power to these people's names um because my goodness if they don't give michael k williams a daytime emmy how does this is it what what do you get for hbo it's a regular emmy why do you always want to make the emmys the daytime emmy the daytime emmys are for like talk shows and i know with the daytime but it's just funnier oh oh sorry i ruined your joke i know it's nice I don't know. It's, it's probably not even actually funny, but uh, man, if they don't give um, Michael K. Williams like an Emmy, that you just you gotta watch the show. But um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I was trying to find the list of episodes so I can like um, like better recall because like every episode might as well be like you know its own thing because they just they're just like wild like that. Um, Thoroughly enjoyed the show. I'm sure we'll get into it. What did you think of it? Um, yeah, definitely. Out of the new shows we've watched this year, we watched like the first episode of um, was it Raised by Wolves? Um, 
we watched we watched actually there was actually plenty of new tv shows but uh but definitely i'd say looking back at 2020 we watched we may destroy you we watched p valley which was very good so it would be episodes. my top three of and, and those three would 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 move throughout each other um most exciting tv i've watched this year um you know, HBO is going to HBO thing. So it's, you know, there's going to be just a certain level of care and a certain amount of, of talent and production value. And, you know, they're going to get all the right people, you know, uh, you talk about names. It's produced by Misha Green, who also did Underground. That's why we see uh, Journey Smollett there. Mm. That's the connection there. And Jordan Peele, which, you know, you say, executive produced by jordan peele is just you know shut up and take my money Mm -hmm. so really enjoy it aside from you know just the hbo budget behind it you know i'm always about sci-fi fantasy i'm particularly love horror um and then each episode depending on the tone and what's going on there's like you know heavy heavy sci-fi it leans into the heavy heavy horror sometimes and so it's just everything that i've ever wanted and it has black people in it and it's on hbo um yeah it was, it was lit um i don't think you could have gone i don't uh, yeah it's like it's it was like a no-brainer that i was gonna like the show i don't know how people well actually i do know it's weird because i've been seeing like a lot of people are very confused by it which there are some confusing things that happen and there's some we've shake and i have gotten into debates about stuff but then there's like legitimately people who like literally do not get it and they're like watching it just because they're like i heard there's this new show everyone likes it it's, it's like got black people in it so i'm gonna watch explaining, it explaining explaining yeah okay. and so like, like what he truly they'd be like be happening. you know this is a good show but why it got so much scary stuff in it and it's just like obviously you're just here just to so i i don't know how those if those people kind of came around and were like oh i like horror now but it was you know niggas supernatural shit like literally supernatural shit like the show supernatural and you know shake and i love supernatural and so i'm like you know there's like this monster of the week um these you know really intense contained stories that are also you know metaphors for the negro condition with special effects with bad bitches it's just like yes yes yeah agreed <laughs> Um, so I figured we can go just down the episode list okay, and um, kind of talk. So at this point, I know we, we've said some light spoilery stuff, but if you've seen a trailer um, for this, then you've got a, a, an idea of yeah. some of the sort of con- <laughs> kind of crazy stuff that goes on. Um, but now we're going to start getting into like plot um, spoilers. So if for whatever reason you're a robot who cares about those sort of things, then... Um, Shut down your your your, your uh, main functions right now. I was gonna say you might need to just go ahead and re- restart your restart your system. Are you? Do you try turning it off and turning it back on? Yeah, I would love to be a robot doctor when the robot revolution comes, and I could just spend my days turning on and off robots. I don't know why they would need a doctor for that. But whatever. <laughs> so the first episode was pretty jarring because it had one of the most tense scenes I've watched in any genre for a while. It's a uh, this episode is called Sundown, and um, there, <laughs> you know, you go. You, well, the movie starts off like in a straight up Lovecraftian horror like scape. It's very strange, um, and there's a lot of like foreshadowing and all sorts of fun stuff in there. 
but um, there's this scene where they drive into the sundown town and like I feel like white liberals are like going to be learning all sorts of things like they just they just learned that you know Tulsa got bombed from uh, Watchmen now they're going to be like there's a such thing as a sundown town where they kill you if the sun yes anyway so um, just that slow creep of them trying to drive like away from the sheriff was just like my butt cheeks were clenched so taut during that whole scene it was uh it was really good um and then and then the monsters came <laughs> it's like just when you think that a show it's, it's just a weird thing for a show to be like okay here's what this show is about and it just seemed like pretty standard fair deep fire i mean it was well well um you know well acted and well directed um you know but it just you know i've seen the you know deep fried racism stories you know this was like they were like doing the green book so um but then the monster showed up and they absolutely obliterated uh those racist white cops and i felt something in my spirit lift um because those guys were being awful and then a monster just straight up came and just ate the asses <laughs> and i was just like wow um it was it was just so jarring <laughs> to, to go from like standard um i don't know pulp fiction to like straight like hard left turn into sci-fi fantasy so um yeah really enjoy i was definitely hooked after those uh racist white cops got just absolutely eviscerated um and then the show did not disappoint what are your thoughts um well i, I like i said i knew i was gonna watch it i knew i was gonna like it so the first episode pretty much scratched all of my itches let me just rewind a little bit so the show is about a young man by by the name of atticus who returns home because that he gets a mysterious letter from his father um saying that he's gone off to to find the the root of atticus's mother's uh family and it's obviously a retail retelling a retake on the stories of hp lovecraft a lot of um genre defining moments from his works but also combined in this is this almost like folklore of black american history uh tied up into actual historical events and so his um, uncle is you know doing this green book type thing where he's you know going across america saying you know what cities are safe which cities are not safe this episode you know, it was obviously in reference to sundown towns where, you know, you di- if you were a certain shade, you didn't want to be caught there when the sun went down. And so um, I just that that being the entry point was just like, yes. And the idea of not taking racism and making it. I don't want to say like making it fun or funny but it, it it takes it and the 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 villain of the show is white supremacy and then we see these very literal takes which under any other circumstances would be kind of corny but on this show it works really really well where they uh they take okay white people will you know lynch you and then turn it into you know vampire type monsters are going to eat you you know and it's like that should be 10 times more <laughs> Uh, uh, frightening but it was almost like 
I was like relieved when the monsters showed up because I'm like, okay, thank God these white people aren't gonna murder these black people. Like something else is happening. Um, and so it uses all those little, like, like for lack of a better word, triggers that you might have. You know, you see this, you know, this racist sheriff who's, you know, bodies show up when he shows up and you, you know, you have this family traveling together. You have this young woman who's, who's rather vulnerable and stuff. And you've like, you've seen this movie a million times in this show, like presses that, that button in the back of your lizard brain. And then all of a sudden vampires are jumping out of the bushes. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, if you were to watch any episode, like, I feel like if you watch this episode, you'd, you'd know whether or not you'd want to watch this show or not. Like, it's not one of those, like, oh, we're just gonna, like, I really thought the show was just gonna, like, plod and, you know, there's a lot of, like, you know, pretty shots, and, but it's like, no, no, this is what this show is. This is the definitive. And I feel like you could just watch the episode and just enjoy it as a standalone thing and, and a lot of the episodes that way. Um, the next episode, I don't didn't really have a lot of thoughts about it. It's they go back. I think it's it's just the one where they go back and like it. It actually shocked me because um, Uncle George gets killed. I don't know why I'm saying it all with like trepidation. Like I didn't give a spoiler warning like five minutes ago, um, and I was really thinking that we were gonna get um, the uh, the preacher's wife in the whole show the whole time i was actually really disappointed um you mean the preacher from the preacher's wife <laughs> they know who i'm they know who i'm talking about um oh yeah can we i guess can we like rewind to him and hippolyta having like an intimate moment i was like this is too much for me <laughs> but anyway um i digress um yeah it's just the one where they go into the the castle and um this there's a lot that goes on that episode the whole thing is kind of nuts let's just skip to some of our favorites okay yeah okay so the episode that made me think that this was just gonna be like a monster of the week is the the holy ghost episode where like um you know uh letty i was trying to figure her name she buys a house in a white neighborhood and it's it's like they do the same you know i guess now that you that you uh mention it, it i, I kind of do see the pattern where like they you start off thinking it's going to be one thing and so you know black woman buys a house in a white neighborhood and you're just like oh my gosh this is going to be go badly and it does it goes exactly the way you know the, the white people are terrible to uh to her but the real the story is actually about ghosts <laughs> And you don't even realize that the story is about ghost until, you know, yeah, well into the episode. Um, and some truly terrifying images. So, you know, if if, if you don't like horror stuff, then you, <laughs> you might want to give this, this episode a pass. I, I'm going to say if we're ranking episodes, this was not one of my favorite episodes. I feel like it was probably the least important story wise. And it was, yeah, it was very much like, mm, okay. That's interesting. That was the third episode. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I don't know if I had seen if I had seen that episode first. If I would have continued to watch, it, be like, okay, this is fine, I guess. Um, well, I, it kind of so, well, well, you know, once I saw that episode, I was just like, okay, so this is going to be like a monster of the week thing, which I was really excited about actually because you know I love supernatural and you know Twilight Zone and all that stuff where it's kind of like the same idea. It did, it it did have a very strong central plot. But it had its own, like, you know, offbeat sort of things that made it like, like, yeah, I, I really dig this, the format of the show. Um, but yeah, um, 
Yeah, I, I can I can see what your point because it didn't really like advance the plot. Yeah, like, well, and I just and I think the the ghosts were the goofiest looking thing in this show. <laughs> I don't know that baby head mask and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was so goofy to me. I was just like, okay, I, mean, I did not like that shit at all. I don't know something about that shit just touched all my no no buttons. <laughs> um, let's see, a history of violence. Oh, this this show is just full of just absolute just like shock value because like you know this. The next episode is a history of violence where I think they, they go um, under the, the water and they go to, like, you know, get some spell book. It's, yeah. It's niggas is magic yeah. and shit. Um, and they, you know, they find the siren in the, in the episode. It's just, yeah, it's just, just, it's just wild. Yeah, there's this whole plot about, <laughs> that's the one part I, I don't, felt very HBO to me about the the father you know like i get that him and tick need that tension between them but then the, fa- the father's gay um or bi and then he kills this this two-spirit person and it's just like is this gonna like i it would just seem like to- just torturing michael k williams character for torture's sake i don't i don't know like i was kind of like okay and then they never really went back to any pirate ships ever again. So I was just, it, it was, okay, I'm going to, I really did like the show. But I'm just like, <laughs> mm, probably not one of my favorite episodes, that one. All right, well, we're going to definitely. And also, Tick, this is when Tick started really making poor choices, like leaving his father alone with this person that's like the key to, you know, translating this language or what have you. Yeah, I mean, the the all the protagonists suffer from tragic bad decision making. Um, yeah, Tick is the worst, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Considering that he's supposed to be the hero. It's it's wild to me that these Negroes manage to unravel the secrets of space and time and like literally learn magic that is taken, you know, this whole cult, like literally millennia to learn like one spell. And they like basically learn all the spells in the matter of like a couple of weeks, but they can't seem to like, you know, find D. <laughs> How you lose a whole 14 You lost a whole teenager, bro. <laughs> What the hell, man? Um, we'll get to that. Uh, the next episode is oh, the strange case with uh, Ruby. Oh, becoming, okay. So this is when things get. Yeah, good. This, this is, is when, when shit really gets. Okay. That's what I was saying. We probably we might have like a disagreement on like where that episode ranks because you know I I'll take um, you know racist guys getting eviscerated any way shape mm-hmm. I can get it, but I digress. I, I just this, felt this like this episode was different my second least favorite musical cue in the whole show it was it was it was so much so much oh uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah this was actually probably my second favorite episode not for like the content you know, i didn't care for the very end of it um and on on and on on the whole this was probably the least I don't want to say the, the least action-packed episode. You know, it's her going out with her boss to a, a nightclub, and it's her, you know, microaggressing this other black woman. And, you know, there, there's not a lot of, like, you know, fighting or unraveling more mysteries or doing much of anything. It's like a workplace. is like the office, but at the makeup counter at Macy's for, like, 45 minutes. It's like one of those shows I watch on PBS. Um but this show this episode was the first episode that really made me think like okay this show was about something a little bit more than just 
time, you know, evoking black rage in order to, you know, stir up some kind of emotion. You know, it felt like really just kind of like a tit for tat kind of thing. But then this episode, I was, you know, it's one of those episodes where I'm like, I'm going to be thinking about this the rest of my life because Ruby gets this potion that allows her to turn into a white woman and her dream is to work at this makeup counter which no shade you know that that was the time period i don't want to say that you know it's yeah i work in retail myself um (laughs) but you know ruby is just like if i was white then i could just march in there and get a job and then you know there's no limit because you know hard work really just pays off in the end because you know and uh william christina uh is just like what the fuck are you doing? Like, you got a magic potion and for the last 45 minutes you've just been bopping around like Mary Tyler Moore? Like, that's not what this is about. And, like, it just, I, 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 to be a fly on the wall of every white person who was watching this show because they were just like, oh, I'm paying for HBO, I'm gonna watch this new Negro show. Mm-hmm. And was, you know, it's one thing to see, you know, oh, the mean racist cop got bit, da, 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 da. but for like, I, I call Christina, is it Christina or Christine? Christina? Christina. I call her the personification of white woman tears. Like this woman is just, yeah, oh, chef kiss. <laughs> like wow like wow because is that whew. is when you compress um oh come on don't do the papas when you combine um want to be oppressed with extraordinary priv- privilege into some type of fucked up diamond yeah and uh i i yeah i know you want to go episode by episode but we could just we could just go the ruby christina route right this second and talk about that because are the people in interracial relationships okay are y'all okay just blink really really fast if you need help because that whole dynamic is just of this white you know this white woman literally just breaking it down and if and if for a second you, you thought like this is a little literal and you know I, you know, let's, you know, white genocide, whatever, whatever, whatever. And it's just like, no, I've met enough white people to know that that's how they actually feel. Like, this is actual real power. Like, the power to be someone else. You know, the power to walk into a building and be like, to break into your own car with a crowbar. The power to, you know, walk into, you know, a bank and just, you know, walk into the back room and walk out with, you know, a duffel bag or whatever. And it's just like, yes yes <laughs> like whoever wrote those words and wrote that scene that's the daytime emmy award winner there you go i'm sure they'll get lots of daytime emmys um even though it airs at nighttime or whenever you want if you have hbo max not to be confused with max? hbo go cinemax skinemax stars now uh <laughs> My heart is full to the Fucking, max. Uh, Slick. <laughs> She's start listing all the apps. Crunchyroll. <laughs> oh, man. I don't even know if I'll be able to get through the whole show. <laughs> Sorry. We still got a lot of episodes to go. I know. So. We're going to have to like, skip around a little bit. Um, what, oh, was I what, are, what time are we oh. at on the recording? Uh, whew, like 17 hours, probably. About half an hour. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if I could talk about Lovecraft Country for another half an hour, to be honest with you. I don't know if I could talk about anything. 
for like they couldn't even finish that thought yeah Christina I have a lot of emotion about Christina and Ruby's relationship because I get it white women irresistible right (laughs) Uh, but I was really disappointed at the end because I feel like I feel like you know they shot the show and then COVID happened and so they had to not cut not shoot some some scenes um but yeah because like i don't know her it isn't like her last decisions didn't really make any sense but you know their relationship was weird there there's you're right there's a lot to unpack here because um there's a i don't even know how i'm like jumping around episodes that's now. fine but um so emmett till's murder is in the uh is in the show he's like actually a character in the show it's I feel dumb for like not immediately knowing what was going on but um you know there's a scene with Ruby and Christina and like you know Ruby had just come from Emma Till's funeral or wake um and you know you know she's all you know she's up visibly upset and she's like she's like oh don't you care and Christina was just like oh, no I don't give a fuck <laughs> and she was just like you don't give a fuck neither and I was just like, well, that sounds pretty powerful, of course, for Christine's character. But then, like, later later on in the show, she is testing an invulnerability spell on herself. And she has herself, she hires some thugs to murder her in the same way that Emmett Till was murdered. In some sort of weird act of empathy or something. And, the like, the, the show is just, like, really full of that stuff. And it felt really cheap to take such an interesting and complex like dynamic between two people and then end it off screen i felt like a slap in the face i thought ruby deserved better than oh yeah ruby definitely deserved better than i haven't decided because at first i was very i was trepidatious going into it um because you know journey smollett is obviously a fair-skinned thinner character and her sister ruby is darker skin and fatter and at first I thought Ruby was just going to be this peripheral character and I was kind of like okay of course you know the secondary black woman role goes to the darker skin actress and I haven't decided yet like how important that dynamic is you know like if another you know if those actresses had like switched roles or something like that and so I don't know if the show is saying you know, we cast this really great dark skin actress to be this really interesting character, or are they saying that we're we're treating this character like this because she's dark skin? I I don't know. Um, uh, you know, it's that line of is it racial or is it racist? I don't know. Like to to have this real yeah this really dynamic awesome character with a lot of potential. But then I, I don't know if the show is going to have a second season, to be honest with you. So she might have, you know, it doesn't matter who lives and who dies and all the people involved will die one day. Um, but it, it, yeah, it felt, it, it hurt. It hurt in a really, like the minute Ruby's talking and it's obvious that that's not Ruby anymore. Like, you know, my heart literally just sank, you know, and I was just like, you know, I, I but I guess if it had happened on screen, I probably would be just in pieces. Um, and so maybe it's just better that way. But yeah, uh, shaking my fist. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, it it sucked. But fucking around with them white women, we I mean, we tried to auto tell you, Miss Ruby, what we, was going to happen to you. We watched a whole um, student film talk, talking about white people won't save you, and look what happened. Look what happened? Um, white people actually actively killed you. Actively killed them. All right. Now, one of my personal favorite episodes, and if I may quote a poet laureate, Megan the Stallion, um. Dot dot dot. Pussy like a wild fox, looking for a Sasuke. End quote. We got to meet Naruto in episode six. Meet me and Daigu. I don't know if I pronounced that correctly. Where we go to the Korean War. And shout out to the um, public school system in the United States of America, because in my <laughs> We we do such a bad job of covering this. I'm gonna steal a little bit of your juice by now. Um, we do such a bad job of covering this whole weird uh, Cold War era that, in my mind, the Korean War was like right next to Vietnam, and I don't think those things are true because the Korean War it was like it was like the fifth it was like the like the 1950s I think right they were in i'm pretty sure it was the 50s and um you know i but then again these wars lasted a long time so in my mind like it was very strange for them to be like the korean war it's like i i I was thinking like world war ii but you know it's very weird um so that is to say we got a whole episode that took place in korea um during the korean war and just when you think this show is going to be about one thing fucking the nine tails shows up and literally fucks a man to death. Several men, ninety nine to be exact. Yeah, it's yeah. It was just it was some wild shit. So, and I'm it, it's also one of the things that like makes me like scratch my head about some of the stuff going on in the show because this this was like you know the the first episode was a hard left turn, then you make that hard U turn because. Now we're talking about Naruto. Then the then the car turns into a boat, then turns into a plane, then turns into a man, then turns into a broom. Mm-hmm. Am I a bird? Am I a plane? I'm a bird plane. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, you're <laughs> doing such a good job. <laughs> I guess I'll start laughing because then it'll be a problem. <laughs> Uh, shoot. Okay. Oh, all right. This will be... Oh, yeah. Well, just to say, that's also one of my favorite episodes and probably one of my favorite episodes of television this year. The episode we just discussed? Yes. That's oh, so okay. Yeah. Beautifully shot. Beautiful women. Beautiful men. Beautiful non-binary people. It was a really cool episode. It felt like an episode of a different show, but... Cool which i thought was you know just ama- like it literally like the the cinematography really complemented the fact that it was supposed to be kind of like a flashback but also felt like you were watching like this really beautiful foreign film mm-hmm. and now if you and if you thought you if you thought you knew what show you were watching it turns out it's not that show at all because the next episode is i am 
and it's the adventures of Aunt Hippolyta, who I thought was just going to be a tertiary character. I did not think that they were going to be like a critical component. Well, boy, was I wrong. This is going to bring me to the only joke I've wanted to tell all evening. (laughs) But uh, yeah, a very, very cerebral, you know, very, um, (laughs) very cerebral, very bad black art, perhaps. Uh, But a great episode nonetheless and um was i don't know it was just such a weird departure like it was hard to like this show like really kind of throws you for a loop and like you don't really know where the episode's going or where the plot is going (laughs) but it never feels like you know like they've jumped the shark like it sets your expectations to have your expectations broken and then it meets that expectation and so you're okay with it um what did you think of the episode um this is literally my favorite episode of the show and one of and probably one of like my favorite moments in television history because you have hippolyta who yes if this was directed by tyler perry um she would be (laughs) like oh she's the older aunt her husband's dead Oh, she's got to raise this baby. But this lady literally goes off for 2,000 years and just just seeing a woman, a black woman, like probably in 20 years, I'll, I'll look like her, you know, like, you know, she, and like she, she just was so like to see a, a person that looks like a normal human being, like be that kick butt is like just super powerful as a mother and like the fact that she's just like you know, later on in the show you know Dee's obviously very shaken because she's like I needed you and you weren't here and the fact that yes she came back she named herself her mother in the end because she felt like you know she needed to give but this is after 2000 <laughs> this is a living lifetimes upon lifetimes it's like the ultimate like mommy vacation <laughs> it's yeah. <just> like <laughs> cold-blooded and like she even like visits her husband for a while and she's like mm, i gotta go mm. <laughs> um and she could probably could have stayed with her husband like for the rest of forever you know she could have literally been in any reality that she chose she could name herself anything um but she, I, like and that's what i'm getting back to like so there's something there's one thing to have like oh it's metaphor and it's symbolism and blah 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 blah. but this show is like anti that like it's not it's it's more of a simile show it's not a metaphor show it's a simile show and they say these things out loud and you know you have this whole really powerful um monologue you know she's talking to joseph i think it's the one it's the scene where she's talking to josephine baker and she's just talking about like how angry she is sometimes and how she feels all these feelings and then she goes back and talks to her husband and talks about how you know she shrank herself to be with him you know and it was you know in just the ways that women don't name themselves you know don't think about themselves don't uh, want to inconvenience anyone or or make trouble because then you're one of those women and for Hippolyta to you know own her anger own her passion you know own her joy and you know and then come back 
and give this like tremendous gift to her daughter, you know, and it's like the ultimate like mom fantasy like i could just go and just be anywhere and do anything and you know because like the minute you have a kid you aren't your your baby boo's mom <laughs> you're not yourself anymore you know no one says hey, lasagna let's talk it's like oh how's baby boo doing where's baby boo and like well, you know she has a father you know i don't like carry them like in 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 tandem sacks, you know, unless you know, I, I'm feeling super crunchy that day. Like, oh, where's, oh, you know, it's not about you anymore. Hope you enjoyed your last birthday ever. Like, oh, fuck yourself. So it's, and yeah, yeah, just to see, you know, a black woman, probably size 14, 16, dance and fight and do all these amazing things that you would never expect the auntie role to do in a show like this. You know, it's like, oh, you know, it's like Aunt MJ, you know, sitting at home, wringing your hands, waiting for Peter Parker to return. It's like the antithesis of that. She's just like, no, you guys need me because you're struggling. Yeah, they were struggling. And uh, she came back, um, went Super Saiyan, got Super Saiyan. um, And just an excellent episode. Um, Oof. We'll have to. I feel like we should probably wrap up. Okay. Because there was, there's still like yeah, there's the, a lot. The, the 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 we should have started at. The, we should have went backwards. <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Let's just say that I'm I am now actively uh, terrified of all like the old timey like memorabilia, like the uh, what are they called? Like the mammy stuff, not mammy stuff. Uh, yeah, your 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 grandma had some of this stuff. It's like old races advertisements and stuff like that. But man, I'm like truly actively terrified now. Um, another interpretation of the bombing of Tulsa, Oklahoma. So if you didn't, oh hello mosquito. Oh yes, welcome welcome to the show. <laughs> I like to welcome the mosquito. Um, yeah. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So if you didn't, if you didn't watch uh, Watchmen, what, what, like, what are you doing with your life? Can you watch Watchmen? But you know, um, and you still don't know about the bombing of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Then uh, here you go. HBO repackaged it for you this time with hundred um, percent more house fires. Um, but yeah, so. Fast forward to the end episode, full circle. Um, <laughs> wow, it's 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 amazing that we managed to find a song um, in like such a poorly placed, um, unfortunate um, audio choice because the audio choices were like really pretty much on point, like most of the show. Um, and then they just literally delivered the song equivalent of when you get the will to survive you're a man <laughs> uh, the show is devolving into madness I think we're all Cthulhu's in the end um, but yeah confusing episode um, I I, 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 enjoy, I enjoyed it the, the bookend was pretty nice and the, the actual ending was just like we banned all white people from magic. I was like, ooh, I can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing that chef's thing where you kiss your fingertips and I don't know. 
um yeah just saying that magnifique i was just like dang yo that really must hurt all the harry potter fans out there can't do magic you ain't a wizard now harry um but yeah i just thought it was just particularly powerful because you know it's yeah it, it was I, I i thought it was really interesting and i was just like uh you know if we had to lose a protagonist then i feel like it's the worthy cause you can there's like at the end of like tick you know tick was the main character but like by the end of the show you know it's an ensemble cast and like i feel like pretty much all the characters i had like pretty equal like you know stock in so you know to lose one of them was just like eh you know you can be replaced <laughs> uh, well and we also know that uh at the end they gave us a little sneak peek that or rather full circle moment where we figure you know and in case you missed in case you missed it or you know weren't paying attention d is the person with the mechanical arm that tick meets in the quote-unquote future um and so we might see, you know, if we get another season of it, we might see D in the seventies, and Tick might uh, uh, appear there, or, or some other weird time travel. You know, we've seen that magic in this show is pretty wide open, so yeah. anything can happen. Yeah, um, it's like magic, but also like science or like thaumaturgy or something. Yeah, this, you know, probably not one of my favorite episodes. Um, would I say it's my least favorite episode? I would say this was my, probably my least favorite episode. Um, I'm going to chalk it up to maybe it was some coronavirus stuff happening and they couldn't get all the shots in or, or what have you, but it definitely uh, could have been a good two, two episodes. And I was just... A lot of stuff was happening, so I was a little bit confused. Um, a lot of things seemed very convenient to me, but it is what it is. It doesn't take away from the show because that's not that's not what what I was watching the show for. I, I like the you know one episode off kind of things that were happening and the the the, the way that they were bridging these stories together. So it didn't really bother me much. Um, but uh, yeah, not not really one of my favorite episodes. But yeah, I definitely say least favorite episode. That's fair. And and also just because I think it was the it's funny because like I think those are the weaker moments of the show when it is living in its own mythology, you know, because the show does such a good job of tying these historical events to you know what's happening. Um, but you know, anytime they're just like chasing after Christina, I'm just like, I don't really care about these interpersonal shits happening, and then or you know uh, them going to that pirate ship and shit like that. I'm just like, yeah, okay, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I did get a little nice of the camera. So, I think. <laughs> oh, I will ask you a question though, since we usually do Instagram ask questions. Yeah. Um, I saw uh, some parents have already uh, dressed up their children like the um, the little jigaboos in the show. Oh man. And. Uh, Thoughts. This is. These are black black children. Um, okay. So thoughts shake. Is it appropriate? Um. Um. I'm going to say, nah, that ain't okay. achieve. I mean, I hate to be 
like you know all you know stuffy I don't even know if it'd be considered stuffy but I I feel like I feel like I'd be asking a lot to just have white people not do it but because I know I know they're gonna do it because they can't help themselves um but I don't know man they're they're scary so if you're going for like just straight up you know fear factor it's very scary stuff um but I don't know I just <laughs> I can't I can't put it into words but it's, I'm leaning towards this is a no for me dog uh it's interesting um I think we're at opposite ways I thought we would about this I I don't care <laughs> I have so much, like I don't even care about white people doing blackface at this point because it's like you can't you can't stop them you can't stop them no black <laughs> white people do not start doing blackface but it's just like out well, of so all the this, things this, that, this, out this of is... all of the outrageous things that happen on Halloween and around Halloween black people dressing like what I believe is now an iconic horror moment in a horror show I don't have a problem with that. My thing is a lot of it, I feel like, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but a lot of the people who are like saying like, oh, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. It's kind of comes off a little bit like kind of like woker than now. I feel like it's almost like, like, I feel like they just don't want white people to see black people dressed like that. <laughs> and I'm just like, nah, there, there's just that. There, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to tell a black person how they should feel about menstrual scene and, and and blackface and all that kind of stuff yes well, they use my use my uh <laughs> my newfound zoom skills be like i have a point <laughs> bless up <laughs> <laughs> you can't see what i'm doing but uh anyway um i think i found where i where i don't like it i do not want adults to dress their young girls up like that because i feel like you need some type of you need some agency before you dress like that because mm. you know if you don't have like you know you'll inherit the sins of your mother or father whoever's dressing you up like you know if you are an adult and you are of African descent and you want to dress up as the Jigaboo from uh, Lovecraft Country then you have the right and the ability to accept the consequences for whatever will come out of it um, and I yeah. love you I love you regardless sis um, but don't dress your kids up like that. Yeah, I agree with you. I, don't, I, I, I care. I even care less about the kids, but um, it's more of like, yeah. But then, yeah, people just can't resist putting things. That's the whole, the whole blackface thing is like the funniest part. Is like, it's not even just doing blackface. It's like they can't resist taking a picture of it, putting it on the internet, and not realizing that people are going to react to it some type of way and feel some type of way of it. So, I mean, if you're going to do it, don't plaster your kids across the internet, you know? This is something you just do in your house because you're weird. I don't know. Making this weird. But, um, yeah, just don't share it with the rest of us because, yeah. you know, people feel some type of way about that. But I can't tell another black person you know somehow you are lacking in blackness if it doesn't bother you yep all right i guess we'll wrap up the show um i don't know we'll see what the what the coming weeks bring i guess we're gonna come back to try to do this every saturday maybe i don't know yeah will we i do want to talk about some books i've been reading lately so maybe next week we'll get into uh 
FIF book club and try well, that on for size. Next next month, um, next Saturday is still Halloween. Um, still October, I mean. Um, but in November, we got National Book Writing Month. So what we're going to do is we're just going to be reading what we've written that week. Oh, okay. It will, just, it will be like a, a terrible book club. <laughs> So yeah, just every month we'll just we'll just rotate the the topic of the podcast. In December we'll be crafters. In January, uh, it'll be a, a political show, and we'll do political commentary. We'll, we'll just we'll just see. But if you want to get into, in touch with us and tell us what you would like to see or hear in your faces or in your ears, um, please write us thefifpodcast at gmail dot com or hit us on the twitters at the FIF podcast. Peace. Bye.